Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out, Out with Shades, Shades and, and Sketch. Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Every time we meet, we meet in a new location in the Geeking Multiverse. We take our GoCo, our Geeking Out Command Outpost, somewhere new. This week, Shades. We are Shh. tread softly, longtime listeners. It's a little, it's a little. Goko hastily set up this week. It's been a while. Yeah. Taking we are a, in the... Taking a quick breather. Yeah. We've just made it through the uh, the room with the collapsing floor. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> Thank goodness for my, my color theory. Thank goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness I'm with an artist. Yep. Well, let me tell you. Because we not are... Not my forte. We are plundering this, uh, this grave here. We're, we are, uh, we are we're robbing this... This grave. You may say we are raiding, raiding this, this tomb. tomb. Oh, yes, we are. If we are raiding a tomb, we must be on the island of Yamate in the tomb of Himiko. On the, on the, on the, on the, following the footsteps of the great Lara Croft. And that means we must be talking about the Tomb Raider. Specifically the 2018 movie. 18 movie based on the 2012 slash 2013 Reboot game. Yes. Oh, Do I'm excited a, for this one. Yeah. Do we have a theme song this week, Sketch? It's good enough because it's pretty much the what same vein. Perfect. Okay. So if we're talking Tomb Raider, spoilers. Spoilers for... The games. The movies. Both the reboot games. And the original games. The original games. The new movie. New movie. Possibly the Angelina Jolie movies. Possibly, probably not. Spoiler alerts. They're terrible. Yeah. That's it, really. We're not going to go to... Spoilers for Indiana Jones. Possibly. Possibly. Maybe Uncharted. Spoilers for Uncharted. Anything in this vein of like... Treasure hunting, exploration. Spoilers for Egyptian archaeology. Sure. This one was an Egyptian. Spoilers for Japanese history. Feudal Japanese history, yeah. Possibly. Uh, Maybe spoilers for recipes for cannibalism. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) Who knows what we're going to get into, guys? We don't script this. We just launch. Anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, Shades, what's your history with like Tomb Raider as a whole? Oh man, uh, sketch. My history with Tomb Raider goes back to 1996 with Tomb Raider 2 mm-hmm. on the PC. In retrospect, terrible game. Now that's when it used to be uh, pointy boobs, right? Uh, like big pyramid boobs. Uh, no, they weren't. They were like soccer balls. Oh, okay, so Just by affixed. now, by by 96, they've rounded them a little bit. I yeah. remember the first one. Was very uh, geometric. Shall yeah. We say. Well, I mean, it was you know a, pol- a polygon world. It's the, yeah, it's yeah. it's the time. Okay. So you did you play it in completion? Oh no! Um, and the controls of this game were so terrible. I remember I got stuck very close to the beginning, maybe in like the third or the fourth level, where I fell into the water, mm-hmm. couldn't die, couldn't get out, just stopped playing. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's all the time we have this week. Right. <laughs> Very, very quickly 
lost, lost interest. The, yeah, I don't blame in, you. In, uh, That's poor game, game design right yeah. there if you can find yourself. And in every time I died, respawned back in the water only to die again. Okay. Yeah, it was very, very problematic. It's like a metaphor for life. Seriously, yeah. Sketch, what's your history with well, that's it? That's the only Tomb Raider you've ever Oh, well, digested? I mean, oh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Wow, this is going to be a very one-sided episode, if that's... No, so, uh, Tomb Raider 2, I started with and um, dabbled in the, the games that came out after that. They were all basically... Here's the thing with Tomb Raider. This is probably the most successful video game franchise in history. They came out with a game a year from 1993 to 2003. Wow. Every single year. That is way more than I thought. Uh, yeah. And the problem being, they were basically all the, the same, same game. game reskinned. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you played one, you played them all. Uh, Tomb Raider 2 was my first game that I played, a puzzle action adventure game. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the Angelina films, mm -hmm. uh, I saw both of those. I, I own both of those. Um, came in a double pack. It was embarrassing. That you just admitted that to everybody. Yeah, I mean, I do. I well, here's the thing. I had never seen the second one. Uh -huh. I don't know why. I you, think it, you it was bought one of the double pack of DVDs after your VH copies wore out from overuse, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, it's like you, the it was the double pack that mm -hmm. you like find in the middle aisle bin at yeah. a supermarket. I remember I was living in Worcester. Yeah, and had never seen the second one. Nothing to do, didn't, my first apartment didn't have cable, didn't have internet, something to do, and it was like $2.99 for the double pack. Yeah. I, I have the um, the Mummy Trio pack. I also in a have similar, that. Yeah. yeah, in a similar way. We should do the Mummy sometime. The Brendan Fraser We Frazier should mummies. do the Brendan Fraser Mummy. I don't know mummies. how we have not thought how of that. How have we not exact done moment. that? Wow. Long time listeners, stay tuned. Stay tuned. we'll be doing Brendan Fraser's Oh, mummies. yeah. Um... And uh, yeah, keep going on your two. Yeah, and then very when I got wind of the the reboot game, mm -hmm. this is after the Uncharted franchise had debuted and been successful. So yeah. the first two Uncharted games were out, and which we both really like, love the Uncharted. And this is basically, in a lot of ways, the the dynamics and gameplay. Mm -hmm. The reboot is a, a clone of that Uncharted. Uncharted success paved the way for Lara to get the to story get, she deserved yes, yeah. at this point. Um, and I've been, I've played both games at this point. I love them both. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is going to be the third installment in the, the reboot trilogy of games. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. All right. You want me to that's, do mine? That's kind of my history. With the... Mine is a little, it's a little more sporadic than sure. yours. I remember growing up, I was uh, like loyal to Nintendo. Okay. And I had uh, my best friend just two doors down from me, next two houses away, was uh, all about PlayStation. So he had the PlayStation games and he would get like, you know, like the demo discs. Remember mm -hmm. when you get the demos with like yeah. 20 games on them to just see if you like. And so there was a level of Tomb Raider on one of the demo discs and I played that with him. And that was all my Tomb Raider experience. <laughs> wow. Until I Do you saw, have any idea which game? Well, if it was demo disc for original, original PlayStation. Original PlayStation. It was probably Tomb Raider 2. Okay. Um, then I saw, and then, you know, you're aware of Lara Croft because she right. is a pretty, as far as video game characters go, she, she's a pretty famous yeah. video game character. Yep. Um, she's an infamous character yes, in a lot is. of ways. And then the Angelina Jolie movie, at least the first one. Right. 
came out when I was working at the movie theater. And okay. I could see all movies for free. So I saw that. Yep. It was fine. It yeah. was like an action. It it definitely fit the time it came out. It was the kind of oh, action yeah. adventure movie that uh, matches you know what things it, around it. You know what it fits into? It, it's like fits into the same era of, and obviously you just said this, but in the same Brandon vein Frazier's of, movie. no, the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Sure. It was it was campy in the same kind of way. Yeah, it was. It was less of an Indiana Jones type adventure and more of like a Joel Schumacher Batman. Adventure. And it was definitely of that mindset of like this is based on a video game, so right. it can be as silly can be as, as we silly want as it to want. be, and as ridiculous right. areas. Uh, so I saw that. I think I saw the second Angelina Jolie movie, but I don't know. I might have. I might not have. We went for a very long walk earlier and tried to see if we could remember what the second movie was about. And everything Shades mentioned from, was from the, the second movie the, was from the, the first, first movie. The only thing we could agree on was the cover of the second movie. What the movie second movie looked, looked like. like. Yeah, the first... I recently rewatched the first movie. Right. I actually... Um, well, let me finish my history and then sure. I can tell you why, why I rewatched it. I got the Tomb Raider PlayStation 3 game as like a Christmas gift, uh-huh. like four years ago, Never it stayed it. in my cabinet unwrapped for a long time for no particular reason. Wait, like unwrapped I, or still wrapped? St- oh, still wrapped, unopened, but still wrapped. That I mix those two together. Wow, said unwrapped, uh, which is the name of a Mark Summers Food Network show from about twenty years ago. Yes. Anywho, that's a deep cut. That is. Um, <laughs> Spoilers for the Food Network. And I always wanted to play it. I just never got around to playing it. And I kind of, I also... You sexist pig. I also kind of, like, moved away a bit from console gaming. Because I was starting to get annoyed by, like, oh, pay for a DLC pack. Yes. So I, like, started to move away from console gaming. Which this game was notorious yeah. for. DLC packs. so I just didn't play it. And then I saw that uh, this movie was coming out. And I was also, like, ready, finally, to, like, move on to, like, a PS4. Mm-hmm. And so I thought to myself, I should really play this PS3 game before, before I Because I, I, I know they're not backwards compatible anymore. Right. But you can download the remastered. So I put it in. And I loved it. It was an yeah. amazing game. I it really mean, is. It gripped me. And my wife would, you know, kind of sit behind me on the couch while I was playing, doing her own thing on the iPad or whatever. And she got invested in the story of oh, yeah. Tomb Raider to the point where it got where like, okay, if I'm going to play for an extended period of time, my wife better be around because she needs to see like how the story progresses. <laughs> she was really invested in the story. And so um, I have a history of like savoring games mm-hmm. and like really like sometimes I don't even finish them because I'm right. like, oh, I don't want this to end. But this, I had the end point of, all right, upgrading to a PS4 and right. I want to see this movie and I don't want anything ruined. So I like made myself finish it. Loved it. From Spoilers. Start to finish. Uh, you're not going to need to worry about you the don't movie have to worry about spoiling that. anything of the game. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I have such high praise for this game. Yeah, I haven't played the second game yet. I plan to now that I have PS4. And uh, you know, then I saw this this movie, and that's that's my history with Tomb Raider. And like, even though I didn't have that previous history, I'm like so diehard Lara Croft now. Yeah, like I'm such a Lara Croft fanboy now. I'm like, yes, yeah, Lara could kick some ass. Yes, she can. Uh, that. I feel like I'm new to the franchise, but I'm like in. I'm all in. All in on this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I remember playing this game and um, my my wife and I weren't living together yet. Mm -hmm. We're still at our our old apartment. This is three years into your marriage, right? 
20... Three years into marriage, still not living together. No, this this game came out in 2012 or 2013. 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. And we got married at like the end of the year. So we weren't like living together, living together yet. Yeah. And uh, and we were also living in... Maybe we were, I don't know. But we were not in our, our current home. We were in our apartment. I can remember like Elise coming home and I would be playing this game and get all in. Oh, yeah. Not my wife, not a video gamer. Yeah. Not a gamer. Well, it really all is. In. And yeah. we'll talk about it's this really... in a little bit, but it is movie-esque. It is. And uh, it reminds me, remember the old PlayStation ads with that guy? He was like the spokesperson, yes. I'm quoting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't for Tomb Raider. It was no. for Uncharted, but it fits for this. Like, it was a it was like a question and help section, and like right. the guy would be like, "My wife, I'm playing Uncharted right now. And she my thinks wife we're watching thinks a, it's movie. a movie. Yeah, what do I do? What do I do?" And then the wife walks in, and she's like smoking hot, and right. she's like, "All right, babe, ready to start the movie?" And the spokesperson's like, "I don't see a I don't problem see a here. problem here." <laughs> yeah, but it really is. I mean, it right. plays through like a fantastic cinematic adventure. Should we do a little history before we go into history? Can I ask you one more question? Sure. This is our first. Is this our first thing that we've done that's based on a video game? It might be. Do you remember? Because we, we certainly haven't talked in depth about video games. No. Do you remember the first game you played that really hooked you? That was really like, oh yeah. my God, this game is more than just, this is more than a game. This yeah. is an experience. Yep. What was your first game? My very, I have two. Okay. I have two. On the original Nintendo, yeah. Viper. Which is your your like a commando drop behind lines and there's like secret passages and mm-hmm. to get a lot of the story you had to read the booklet that came along with it. Mm-hmm. But I remember like that was the first time that a game like, yeah, I, I got to know how it ends. Yeah, this isn't a time got, waster. This is no. a, an investment. I, I need to know and it got you to like the final boss, mm-hmm. the booklet, but didn't tell you what happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta I gotta know how this ends. Okay. I must. Yeah. And then the next time that I was like 100% in on a game, had to know how it ended. Hmm. It's not even necessarily has to know how it ends, but like, yeah, just so it really brings in you in. It really immerses you into their world. Probably Uncharted. Okay. Probably Uncharted. And like the character, like really identifying with and like the characters are have become friends. Yeah. The, the characters yeah. are actually written. They're not yes. just... They're not just on the screen. Yeah. Probably Uncharted. Okay. Because this trying is to definitely... Think of this is our example. first kind of foray in this podcast um, into video gaming. I'm trying to think if there was anything on N64 Technically, or you don't need GameCube. any more examples because I only asked you for one and you gave me two. Well, I'm trying to think if there was something before that. Well, I'll tell you mine. I think it's thinking. Uncharted. Mine was um, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I I remember that so distinctly in my life. That was... That was my turning point from like video games or something I put on at the end of the day after when I come home from school to like, right. this is a story I'm invested in and want to take part in. Now that you say this, mm-hmm. I didn't play Ocarina of Time until much later, until after I played Wind Waker. Uh-huh. Um, now that I'm thinking about it and really needing to know how it ended in our senior year of, of college yeah. in that last week when we had nothing to do. Yeah, what I, game did we cramp through? Or did you cram through? I crammed through every game you owned. Oh yeah, because I did, all I had was an N sixty. Uh, all I had was a GameCube with yeah. like uh, one Batman game. Mm-hmm. Y- your PlayStation Two. I beat all of your Zoid games. Great games. 
We're gonna have a Zoids episode. Maximo and Wind Waker. Oh, remember Maximo? Max- Maximo and I'm, now great. that I'm thinking about it, Maximo. I wanted to know what happened to Maximo. Wind Waker was also a great game. Wind Waker was also. We could a great do a whole too. episode on like Zelda. We could, you know. But this is not. This is not the Zelda, the Zelda episode. But I thought it was important to know, yeah. like, when you I th- and I, I think... were first like, oh, video games are, yeah. In art, as much as a movie is or a book is. I think I had a Batman game on the GameCube too. That was like, is that Rise of Zinzu? Not Rise of Zinzu. It was a different one. It's called Dark Tomorrow. Not good mechanics, but very good story. It was kind of like Batman on a a control motif of like um, Metal Gear. Oh, interesting. Where it was less about fighting and using gadgets and whatnot than sneaking around. Did you ever play Conker's Bad Fur Day? Yes. Oh, that's that a great game. This is not the Conqueror's Battle. No, this is, but it is a video game episode. It is. Okay. That was a good question. Thank you. All right, continue on. You want to give us some history, yes. specifically of Lara Croft and the Tomb Raider franchise. Yes. Since development in mm-hmm. 1993, as I said, there has been a game. There was a game a year until 2003, uh, when they rebooted the franchise in 2010. Crystal Dynamics bought Eidos Interactive and got the rights to her, mm-hmm. and decided they were going to do Lara Croft justice because. Laura Croft is a very problematic character prior to the reboots. She is a female protagonist mm-hmm. written by men who only have ever had a women described to them or watched exploitative porn. She was an embodiment of fan service. Yes. And she was a big reason that video gamers got the stereotypes that they got. bad rap. Yeah. Yes. And this is also very problematic because Laura's female contemporary Mm -hmm. is Samus, Mm -hmm. which is not a fan service character at all. Took a long time to come to terms that that's a woman. Yes. Until the Zero Suit came out. Yep. We didn't even know Samus. Unless you read the booklet, you didn't know. Yep. So uh, Laura Croft, a very problematic character until the reboots. Now, uh, 2010 comes along, Crystal Dynamics buys Eidos, and they create a spinoff division, Square Enix, specifically to publish Tomb Raider games, redevelop Laura Croft, Mm -hmm. and the the sequel games dramatically uh, called Square Enix. Can I ask a question? Sure. This is about the history. With all of those first 10 games, yes, they were all like really standalone. They didn't have like the origin of Lara Croft, right? This origin that we got in 2013 was... The origin of the original 10 games is the story that you get in this Tomb Raider movie and the Angelina movies. So that Richard Croft has gone missing. mm -hmm. He is presumed dead. Laura doesn't believe it. She's going to use the Croft family fortune and her super college know-how of archaeology and badassery to go and find Richard. Okay. And fi- and in the original 10 games, it's the Illuminati instead of Trinity. Yeah. Illuminati's too trendy now. It's too trendy. It ex- exactly. That's it. Um, development for the reboot game is specifically tasked with retooling and improving Laura's look, her origin story, and motivation. Mm-hmm. And I would say... Nailed it. S- nailed it. 100%. Oh, out of in a big the way. park. We'll Development for a movie was announced in 2016. Alicia Vikander was uh, cast. The movie is a mashup of her original 10 game history, the Angelina movies, set against the backdrop of the 2013 video game. Yes. With uh, light connections. 
the movie is written by Geneva Robertson Dwart, who this is like her first real writing credit, but is now uh, tasked to write Sherlock Holmes. Wow. A movie adaptation of the 80s cartoon Mask, which I loved, and is writing the Captain Marvel movie uh, for Marvel. Wow. What, what did she do? What did she do before this? Or was this? This like, is it. This is her first oh, wow. movie that she wrote. Wow! Wow! Okay. Yep. And now everybody's kind of turning to her to say, like, write my movie. Yeah. Wow. Which may or may not. Well, be, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll you get know, into it. We're gonna. We're, we're gonna, gonna get, get there. Um. You kind of gave a little bit about what the story is the, that we're getting. Not, yeah. Should we leave it at that? Should we go a little bit more? I think we should go a little bit more. What do you want? Give us a synopsis of this. Okay. Of the movie, specifically. This movie, specifically? Yeah. All right. Oh, it's so hard because it's so closely it's... tied to the game. So, Lara Croft is a heiress of the Croft family fortune. Her father, Richard Croft, was an adventurer archaeology yes. major uh, who went missing at some point. Yes. And she distances herself from that life. Gives it all up. Gives it all up. Does not want to be involved in the family legacy at all. Um, her father's presumed dead. She believes that to be incorrect. When she at last discovers a little glimmer of hope that she might know where he is, she embarks on a journey that takes her to the island of Yamatai, yes. uh, where the tomb of the ancient Japanese queen Storm Himiko goddess Himiko is, uh, is buried. Uh, to discover a rival faction of explorers hoping to unearth the tomb. Uh, specifically in the movie, she finds her father there as well and kind of uncovers the, the plot and the, the, the motives of these, of these mercenary archaeologists mm -hmm. and um, journeys with him to open the tomb and also make sure that no one ever gets into the tomb. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Hollywood. Through badassery and archery and jumping and uh, well, and stuff like that. Quasi badassery. It's it's loosely based on the game. I think the trailers wanted you to really think it was, it was really going to be really based on the, on, game. on the game. Yeah. And it really isn't. There's some there's it's some really striking differences between the the game in the movie but like aesthetically it looks like aesthetically it looks like the game, the game. with the backstory of the the original. island is yeah is there but like the mercenaries are different right it really well it really is the plot from it is the angelina movie could i could i give a couple differences sure could i give a couple differences before we do this course yeah can i i have one thing i would like to say oh okay about this movie yeah um before we get into it i really think it is a case of not understanding the source material oh yeah i, I want to talk about it this. is it is right up there i think the the only it is as egregious as the m night Shyamalan last airbender for not wow. understanding the source material speaking of uh that movie we should at some point never do that never movie. do that i movie. do not want to do that movie at all yeah Okay. Agreed. Okay. Well, can I give some differences? Please. Okay. So, um, some major differences between the game, the 2013 game, and the 2018 movie. In the game, 
the entire story from beginning to end takes place on the island yes. of Yamatai. Yep. In the movie, we, we never have, see Croft Manor. Nope, nope, it doesn't it's, figure it's into really it. It's really never even... It's not relevant. Relevant nope. to the story at all. Uh, in the movie, we have three different locations. We have London, modern-day yep. modern London. This modern is a modern-day day story. Yep. We have uh, China. Do you remember what city it was in China? I don't. It's a city in China. Shanghai. Uh, maybe. But like 1980s gr- grungy Shanghai. Yeah, it's like the, not, the slummy marina. Yeah, of, which of is not Shanghai. indicative of Shanghai to, today at all. And then you, then you have the island. Yes, of Yamatai. Yamatai. Um, as we kind of touched upon, the game really has nothing to do with family le- legacy. It has very little to do, at least. Her father is referenced just in the fact that she's traveling with some of her father's old uh, partners. In the game. In the game. Yes. And, yeah. uh, oh, you know, Laura's really kind of a chip off the old block. Right. But the movie really deposits that this is a wealthy yes. family with power and influence. Yes. And Lara is actively distancing herself from it, but circumstance kind of pulls her in. in. A major difference between the game and the movie Mm -hmm. is that Richard Croft is dead. Like, really dead. Oh, yes. Marley is dead, dead. Mm -hmm. Not coming back as a ghost dead. Yep. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. 100% dead. Like, other characters reference that he is dead. Yeah, there is like, no... Like, watched him die dead. There is no big reveal. No. He's been alive all along. Like, no, no, this is brought very... Brought him home and buried him dead. This is very realistic. Yeah. This is very, like, no, you die, you die. Right. And he died. Right. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the other the other people, the kind of the motivation in the game is to save the crew that she gets yeah. marooned on this island yep. with. Um, they, in many ways, are her family. She's been traveling with them for at least months. Yep. Um, and in the book, her... The I mean, game. the game, her... No, the movie. In the movie, her sole motivation is her it's father. finding her dad. Yeah. In the, and getting him off the island. Yeah. Laura, uh, Laura's inexperience and hubris in the game mm-hmm. causes the events. Yes. In the, ga- in the game. So she has this theory... And it's her idea to sail into the, the dragon's vortex, the devil's vortex. The, the, dragon's, the dragon's triangle? Dragon's that, triangle. Thank know, you. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, it's her, like, the supernatural doesn't exist. This is yes. a superstition. Yes. Let, let's do, you're all ridiculous. Yes. She it's has cracked the code. Fault. Yes. She is, but the, the archaeologist that she's with, who wants to be famous and. He's the, he's the, the, the faux. Uh, wizard in Harry Potter, basically. Yeah, and and he, love love good. Yes, I yeah. think it's love good. It might not be love, love joy. Good. You're the one that's I don't know born to the Harry Potter. Than me, but, love something. Um, he will say that she is wrong, and so she's oh, yeah. she's wanting to prove him right. Yes, and that's what leads her down this path. Yeah, and, and it's traps her, them all on yes. the island. And the coming to realize that. It, it's her fault, and the game takes us on the adventure of Laura building her her mental, mm-hmm. uh, her mental stamina, her physical stamina, stamina becoming self reliant, uh, a hero to save her friends, yeah, which are also her family, mm-hmm. and ultimately the world. Don't get me wrong, both Laura's game yes. and movie are badasses. Oh yeah, but the. Where the badassery comes from and the motivation behind becoming badass. Totally different. Totally different. And 
100% better in the game. So like in the game, she is she's she's seasoned. Yeah. She's a rock climber. Yeah. You know, she uh she at least has at least some sort of physical combat. Right. She has background. some survival survival yes. skills because, because she's, she's able been to out get there. onto she's the been, island. She's and been rock climbing. She's yeah. been hiking. She's been discovering things. She can fashion a bow and make arrows. Yep. So, in the game, we kind of experience this change with her as right. she as she grows her skills. In the movie, she's just got them yep. already. And you're and starting the game at a hundred percent. Like the the opening scene, I think other than the exposition, is like she's boxing. So you yep. already get the fact that she's a tough chick that yep. can throw down. And then we have a lot of flashbacks to her like practicing archery. Yeah. So like she has these skills based on her upbringing. And, and they're her already life maxed before out. Adventuring. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other two changes that I think are worth saying are the villains. Yes. The Ooh, villains yeah. of the game are a, uh, it's like a bloodthirsty cult. Yep. Led by a religious zealot. I wrote them down. They're are, the uh, worshippers of the sun, yeah. I believe. And they... You Children know, of the sun? Children of the sun. They're in it. They're they're like doing human sacrifice yep. and everything. And Matthias is... Brother Matthias is their, their leader. He's trying yes. to resurrect he uh, Queen... He is a zealot. Yes. Queen uh, Himiko, Himiko. Right? Yep. But in the movie, our main villain is like a hired archaeologist slash Matthias thug, Vogel. And he... Um, his motivation is just like... He's a hero. Well, he is a hero. We're going to get into that. But he's really just he's trying to get off the island yeah. to get back to his family. And the company he works for won't let him leave without results. Right. You cannot um, see your family again. You cannot come home until you complete your task. So it is a it is a striking difference. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think the villains of this movie slash game, that's the biggest difference oh, yeah. of what Lara has, has to deal with. Um, and then the last big difference is that... Queen Himiko and like the powers that she has, yes, are different. In hundred percent different. Game, uh, you discover throughout the game that Queen Himiko, uh, who lived hundreds of years ago in Japan, figured out a way to make uh, a ritual that would prolong her life yes. and let her be re- reborn and reincarnate into yes. bodies, so that she could kind of extend her power over Japan. Oh, and she's basically storm from the storm X-Men, from the X-Men. Except the whole reason. The weather is like that is because the last ritual that took yes. place was botched. Yes. And so the, the weather around the, the, the island is kind of her, her trapped soul right. lashing out. Uh, whereas in the, in the movie, uh, Queen Himiko, the legend of Queen Himiko is that she was a, a destroyer and a corrupter. Yes. And that she had, she was, she had an evil touch. She was a malevolent. De- man. And, uh, and she, and she had to be, touch. and she had to be sealed away. Yes. Uh, forever because of how deadly she was. Uh, worshippers turned on her and locked, buried her alive. Yes, because she was too dangerous. She was so evil and to dangerous live. to live. And spoiler alert, a major spoiler major. alert. Uh, Wait for it. If you, guys, if you haven't seen the movie and you're planning on it, it's one of my biggest raves is, is how they did this. Yeah. The, the switches that's been misinterpreted 100%. all along. And that Himiko was actually a wise, benevolent woman. And she recognizes the threat of herself and she locks herself away and convinces her people to do this, to save the world. She is a carrier of a highly contagious disease. disease. All you need is skin contact. Yes. It kills you. But is immune to it. Yes. So that's why she can be a carrier for an indefinite amount of time. It kills you. Yes. And it reanimates you. Uh, That was unclear. As a zombie. At first. Pretty sure it reanimates you as a zombie. It it does, but... uh, that was that was weird. 
I don't think it's like Walking Dead where everyone's already a zombie and just waiting to die. I think, oh, spoilers for Walking Dead. Well, whoops. My bad. Uh, I've already done Walking Dead. Dip. Uh, <laughs> so those are, those are the biggest differences, uh, I guess. I'm glad between, I bailed on that in Between the game, the last season, last half of this last season, not bad. But this isn't a Walking Dead episode. Really this is that. not. Um, so, do you want to do some scores? Sure. The all-important... Do you have game scores, too? Or do you only have movie oh, scores? Oh, um, t- both Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, yes. game of the years. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned it. I haven't played Rise of the Tomb Raider yet, I so will, I'm going to make Shades refrain from spoiling that game. I will... I will. So you are safe Not bring it up. You are safe. Because I haven't seen that, play that one yet, either. Okay, so both games... Both games, game of the year edition. Nice. The... Uh, not have both games have been game of the year. So they are high praise. High praise. Highly We're talking like nines yeah. and, and higher. Yeah, I was trying to look it up and I was finding like some five out of fives and yeah. some it they are game, highly yeah, game regarded of the games. year. Stuff like that. I th- nine point one out of yeah. ten from IGM. Yeah. You know, they're good games. Game Informer, I think, gave it like a nine point seven. Great. They're they're very good. So uh these are specifically scores then for the movie. Okay. Now remember. Game of the year, nine point one, nine point seven, five out of fives, yeah. and this is the this current is the 2018 current twenty eighteen movie. Mm-hmm. IMDb six point eight. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score forty nine, oh, fan score sixty three. Okay. Google reviewers eighty eight percent. These guys eighty eight percent of Google reviewers <laughs> Google like users. this movie. I love you guys. Metacritic, You're so nice. Yeah. 48%. Okay. Shades of geeking out with shades and sketch. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were going to grade this movie, yeah. give it a, a score on its own, mm-hmm. having n- no history with Tomb Raider. Which is so hard to do. Which is so hard to do. If I were to give this movie a score on its own, I yep. would give it a 68. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you take it in context of where the character's been, where the character's grown to, mm-hmm. I gave this this uh, movie a 42. Okay. So my score for the movie is a 42. That's pretty low. It's very low. Okay. Uh, and it, largely what they did to the story and character of Laura. Okay. Sketch, what's your score? I gave this movie 79. 79? 79. I, um... This was very similar to me from Ready Player One mm-hmm. because, again, silly me, I went in with expectations. Yeah. I knew the background. I knew the source material. Yep. And I was let down. I yeah. was very let down. I was. So then I really tried really hard to remove myself and just like experience the movie for what it was. And it helped a little bit in that I I went and saw it with two people who had not played the game and had, right. had not seen it. So I kind of got their take. Unlike just an action movie, how mm-hmm. it held up as an action movie. Right. And so I thought, just based on that, it was good enough not to get into the 80s. I don't think it's enough to get into the 80s. But I gave it, I at least gave it a 79 because I'm pretty sure that's higher than I gave Black Panther. I would see this again over I'd give. I think it is. Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, and. Oh, and the game, I would give like a 99%. Oh, the game, I would give a 100%. I had one issue with the game. What was your one issue with the game? I thought the tombs themselves that you were raiding could have been slightly more challenging. I got through those pretty quick. That might just have a lot to do with me. I am awesome. That's that's fair. And I have raided a lot of tombs in real life, so it really that's, translated over. That element of the game to me was was not 
Oh, that's Resident a huge Fall. element. Yeah, I know. To You're, me. You do. I like side quests, and you I like, like side quests. I like completing everything. I One like of the finding most things. painful experiences for me mm-hmm. in our long history. GTA Vice City. No, I, oh. that was actually fun because you let me do a lot of the, yes, I did. the quests, uh-huh. side quests. That was fun. One of the most painful experiences for me yeah. in, in our long history And there's was been a lot of painful experiences. Sitting next to you, yeah. watching you sail across the ocean and Wind Waker, oh, yeah. looking for treasure chests. Oh, yeah. You gotta find all the treasure that chests. That was straight up. Guys, if if you haven't Unbearable. noticed it, bearable. I am a completionist. I mean, if I'm going to beat a game, I need to compete. Oh dear God! Because the programmers put those in to be explored. But also, but also, keep in mind that they don't further the story at all. I don't care. Being they... the person sitting next to you, listen, watching that take I, place. I did not have Shades handcuffed there, guys. You didn't. He was chained. And he could he have did. gotten out easily within a few <laughs> minutes if he wanted. A few seconds. Uh, oh, no. I love... Because, okay, they might not add to the story, but they add to the, the experience, experience yes. of I'm, how yes, invested okay. you are in this game. Yes, as the person who's not playing the game oh, and yeah. invested. It was, I'm, I'm yeah. certainly not expecting you to, to, uh, to do that. And listen, I'm docking it 1% just because yeah. I thought I could... Oh, it, no, no, no. I'm, th- I'm saying that 1% difference yeah. is... I, I would have, after the first time I found a treasure, mm-hmm. that would have been it. Oh, no. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, every treasure you get gives you so many points to spend on your, on your weaponry. Whatever. Yeah. I'll beat it with the base weapon. Okay. In fact, when I played Wind Waker through, I did fight the final boss with like the second or third tier weapon. Um, I don't remember Wind Waker enough to remember how to... Well, not things. the final boss, because the final boss, you have the you Master Sword. You need the Master Sword. Master Sword. But to, to get to the Master Sword, I did it with the base, basically um, the best base weapon. I think the treasures, though, there were just like heart pieces. I love yeah. collecting heart pieces. And rupees. Yeah. Most usually like one or two and rupees. And I never This is not rupees. the Wind Waker episode. But I just love side quests. I know. You do. And the, but the whole thing, I mean, Tomb Raider is called Tomb Raider, and those tombs were like the only thing being yes. raided in Tomb Raider. I just wanted them to be a touch more challenging. A touch. One percent more challenging. That's, that's fair. That's not even that's that fair. bad. That's fair. They looked great. They were they really did cool. They look great. They and did. once I figured them out, it was like, ooh, clever. Yes. Yeah. Does that take us to rants and raves already? Yeah, why not? Of the Tomb Raider movie. Okay. Um, do you want to start I just with gave, rants or raves? I just raves? gave my 1% rant on the game. Do you want to start with rants or raves? Uh, let's, let's go with... What? Oh, what? I have a lot of rants. I, I have two oh, raves. I have three? Oh, I have more raves than that. I have four raves and three rants. Do whatever okay, you so like. Can go other way. Are you negative? Feeling a little negative right now? Start with rants. Okay, let's start with rants. All right. My biggest rant. Complete disregard for the source material. Did anyone on the movie research the story? Mm-hmm. Anyone? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. And that's just egregious to me. Because when you have a character like Lara Croft, who starts out as just fan service, mm-hmm. in every sense of the word, mm-hmm. uh, a demeaning character in many ways, mm-hmm. return her in so many ways to the dependent girl broken looking for her father yeah and and so many the choices that they made to make her so dependent on her father this is a character that is literally kicked and beaten into the peripheries of her own movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and at different points in the film the movie really does become more about richard croft than it is about her Mm -hmm. i i thought that was unforgivable oh wow Unforgivable. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. No, I had issues with that too. And I mean, 
for me, it was the most unforgivable thing or unforgivable thing is that it was completely unnecessary. You did not need that. No. They made a no. very compelling a choice. Yeah. And I know you can't just do what's in the game for yeah, I the get movie. that. I get you you need some elements of surprise and suspense and you got to change it up a little bit for a new audience. But adding in this father-daughter relationship. Yeah. It's just was, not necessary. Was completely unneeded. Uh the game, and I'm sorry, guys, but it's it's going to be impossible to talk about, to this, talk movie about this movie without, without talking, talking about, the game. about the game. Yeah, the game did an amazing job of showing Lara growing each step of the way. Yes, and her motivations, some were external to yes. save other people. Yep, and others were internal. Yes, and some I am were, not going to die in this cave. Yes, I mean some I am were not going to fail my friends. Selfish in the way in the right. in the way that they're about her. I am like, not going to die in this herself. island. Like, and I'm going to write my wrongs of like I got to I, right. I got to get us out of here. I ha- I have to fix this. And it was just they added the father daughter relationship to the movie, and then on top of which they didn't need to do. Right. And then on top of that, they didn't do it well. Right. It wasn't compelling. It wasn't even like, okay, well, I don't like this. It's added from the game, but it's interesting. And right. it's, it's, it's a neat take on things. No. Nope. It was like a trope. Yes. And yeah, it, it failed. Like it failed on its, yes. on its face. In every way it could possibly fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was your rant. That was my rant. Okay. Uh, well, I will, it's similar to that. You didn't need anything before the island. You didn't need anything after, after the, island. the island. We didn't get a lot after the island. Okay. We got enough. We got some. To there was further weaken the way story. Way more before the island yeah. that we did not need. We did not. The, the London bike chase was like cool, but it didn't belong, it didn't in, belong in the movie. didn't belong in the movie. I mean, it was neat to see like a, a high speed chase right. on bikes. Cool. Put it in a different movie because not this one. And uh, also, and also the China stuff. It was well, like the okay. bike race. Also, is like it's a we're doing, it's a fox hunt. Yeah, and they like she actually has to wear a foxtail. Like that's what they have to catch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of problematic what? in twenty first century. In the uh, really why in the climate of the Me Too movement? Okay, I'm going to argue with you on this though because gender had nothing you to are do with a, that. You are gender had. N- Anybody who volunteered to do okay, that would look, have had to wear dude, the foxtail. We tail. live in yes, anyone would have, but yes. we live in the 2018 amidst the backdrop that this is happening. Uh-huh. Have some cultural awareness that this is not a good decision for the protagonist but of your movie. You have to take the but like she put herself into that. She's not going to be like I agree. Okay, I'm a another- woman, but I'm not going to wear it on my waist. I'm going to wear it somewhere else. I mean, I guess she could have, but that's the whole game. She was the only one to step up and say, I'll do it. I need the money. But she didn't need the money. She desperately needed the money. No, it was before- she- Wait, did you miss that? No, I didn't miss it. I'm just saying it's, she a, couldn't it's even bad pay- storytelling. She and couldn't writing. even pay her, her uh, fees at the gym because she has she no money. Because she refuses to sign the paperwork. Exactly. It's her pride. Her pride is getting in the way. 
the bad storytelling is getting in the way. Yes, but I don't think this has anything to do with like the Me Too movement and stuff like that. No, they were not I'm sexualizing her. No, at they weren't. All. I'm saying they're tone deaf to the she, era in which they wrote the movie. But uh, at what point then? All right, you're if we're going to get into you're this. arguing the the movie world. I'm arguing the real world. Okay, then at what point then? I can't believe we're getting into this, but we're going to get into the real world <laughs> stuff here. At what point then are we allowed to be like, okay, we've moved past it. Everything we're not. is we're not past it. Well, but I'm asking you. Oh, when? Like we're, to we're me, not. We that will had never be past nothing it. to do with anything. But you're assigning it to it. Like uh, well, you're I'm reading into it. I'm not reading into you it. It's taking place against it. the backdrop of it in the world that I live in. Okay, but I live in the world too, and like well, you're choosing to ignore it. I'm not choosing to ignore it. I'm saying that. We're we're moving past it as a society. There are a lot are. of issues going on in this world. I don't think we're moving past it. Well, then we disagree at okay. that. Okay. Was that my rave or your rant or where I are we? I have no idea. Are we still here? Um, I think that was your rant. That oh, that, that I, we didn't, didn't need the we, we didn't, didn't need, need the bike race. We didn't need the thugs in China. Yeah. Um, we didn't need. I guess we kind of needed, based on where the story was going, the reveal of Trinity. Kind of being involved in everything. If there's going to be a sequel, we needed Trinity. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a big problem in this movie. I guess I'll go into the next rant. That it has to be an extended universe. Yeah. It does not need to be an extended universe. I know. Come on, guys. That's another Every single movie does not universe. need to be setting up for a sequel. This would have been fantastic if it Stand was self-contained. Along. Yeah. The game. Sorry I brought it back to the game, but it's worth coming back to absolutely could stand as one yep. game. Yeah, and that's the great thing about it starts and it ends. It can I can I say that if it pertains to the second game, or should I not say it? You can say it if you want, as long as it doesn't spoil anything. I don't think it's a spoiler, don't and I apologize it. if it is. The second game has nothing to do with the first game. That's not a spoiler. Except in that it's That's the like same character. Yeah. It's not dependent on... I yeah, mean, it's, at like, all. It's dependent on that as Lara. Yeah. But like... And she's on another You adventure. don't need to know about Yamatai. You don't need nope. to know about... Yeah. Totally irrelevant. Then see, And that's what I mean. Why are we afraid I don't know. to make movies like that? I don't know. We should be able to. We'll get to that when I have a big question. Okay. Is my rant my rant? I have a lot of rants. Um, I only have... Oh, I have two more. This is a quick one. Uh, Lara is the same character at the end of the movie as she is at the beginning. Except that she now knows her dad's dead and I might as well take the fucking money. She accepts it. Yeah. But she, she didn't grow... She was like, no. I have confirmable proof now that my dad is dead. Well, me. that's... So I'll take the money. That's basically exactly what I wrote here. In that, one of the things about the game that I loved is that she kind of starts as a victim. Yes. And then she's a survivor. Yeah. And then she's like a fucking hunter. Yeah. And, and she is... She becomes... Badass. Yeah. And you are there she with her. She becomes the... Pre- she goes from the prey to the yes. predator. And you're with her for the entire journey. Yeah. In this, she starts... Pretty badass. Yep. And she ends pretty badass. Pretty badass. She accepts that her father's dead. Only because she witnesses it. And that's it. Yeah. And let's not... It requires no growth on her part. Let's not... Let's not uh, shy away from the fact to say that Lara was wrong to go after her father. Oh, yeah. Her father was doing the right, responsible thing. 100% wrong. The only thing that Richard Croft should have done that he didn't was kill himself. Yes. Because he had the only way in. Other than Lara. Yes. And he was leaving himself alive on the island for I don't know why. I don't know he, why either. He had no hope. How did they fucking not yes. find him? 
So burning fire. Like, how did he get food to survive? She was super wrong to go to the island and bring the journal and open the tomb. She did everything wrong. Everything wrong. And and we leave the movie. <laughs> Do you feel confident right, that right she learned a lesson? The, right down to the last frame of the movie. Yeah. She continues to make do you, wrong decisions. Do you feel, yeah, like, do you feel like, oh, she learned her lesson. She's not going to make these mistakes again. No. She I'm will 100% 100% again. going to make these mistakes again. Yes. Even after she realizes that, spoilers, her, her guardian all these years. Yes. Seven years mm-hmm. is, it, it is implied, it's not exactly revealed, that she. Yes. Anna, whatever her name was. Well, faceless suit. Faceless yeah. suit woman. That's yeah. her guardian. I think her name was Anna. Faceless has been running Croft, Croft Industries. Croft, Croft conglomerate. Yeah. I don't know what they are. It's just Croft something. She's the head of Trinity. Laura has this realization and doesn't take control back of the company. Like, doesn't confront her in that moment. They also stole that scene from Iron Fist. When yes, they did. When Croft for the first time. They 100% ripped off yeah, Iron and they're Fist. Like, yeah. and, and here we are. And if you're going to rip off and a Marvel show. <laughs> and here we are, like, praising Iron Fist. Iron Fist is probably not the... But um, my, my rant then goes into what you were just saying. In that, like, the mental toll on her was non-existent. Not- Nothing. One of the great things about the game, that's like the trope of this episode, is us just saying one of the great <laughs> things the about game. the game is that Lara changes mentally. Yes. This is an excruciating process yes. to go for her mentally. Sure, physically. Absolutely physically. There are physical things that happen to her yes. that cause her to go through like psychological torture that will require years of therapy and there are circumstances beyond her control that she that she has to digest emotionally in the movie she literally gets run through and is healed less than a minute later the the game did a great (laughs) (laughs) the game did a great job of like you got hurt and you were hurt you were for a while the game and it hindered your run anymore it hindered your gameplay you You couldn't couldn't climb far you couldn't climb um, you couldn't use your bow and arrow. The 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 part of the movie that was the most grievous in this was her first kill. Yeah. Because in the in the game, <laughs> her first kill is an amazing scene. Yeah. It, it's kill or be killed. It's kill or be killed. I mean, you're controlling it a bit. It's I a mean, quick time event. I died a couple times yeah, at that quick, event. It's a quick time event. I'm not ashamed to say that. But it's kill or be killed. It's the first time she's ever taken a life. Yep. I mean, you the f- first level you have to kill a deer to eat, and, right. and she still feels bad about that. Right. And then a couple levels later, you're killing a man for the first time, right. who is like trying to kill her yes. and her crew. But it's still it's hard on her. I yeah. mean, it is emotionally devastating for her to take a and life. It makes you feel it as the player. Yes. You you kill this spoilers. You kill him because she lives, and she, and and she's immobile. Yeah. In in just. Ugh, like everything right. falls but out not of her like emotionally. A, a whimpering. Oh God, no! It's, like I, I survived this. It's like this is survivor's guilt mixed with just abject terror and adrenaline, and it's 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 like horror. Yeah, it, it's horror. It's not like scare horror. It's like it's like oh, what did is... I just do? Where am I? Right. This is this is going to change me. I can never I'm come scared. back. Scared, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, it was rough. I d- yeah, 
in everything a great I way, know is in a is great way shattered forever. And in the and in the movie, <laughs> they have that scene done, and it's 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 kind of no over. Effect. And then she no just kind of gets up and walks away. And that was up until then. I was having a shaky time with the movie, right. and that's when I was like, "Fuck, I'm out." Fuck. That yeah. was like that was the most important part. Yep. I don't care about. Anything else, that was the most I haven't part. played this game probably since 2013 or 2014. I remember that vividly. It is. Just, it is. If I'm sure, long-time listeners, if you don't want to play the game, I'm sure you could find that scene on yeah. YouTube and to, and to oh, watch yeah. that scene. Because it is. And then to think of how much he evolves past that. Past that. And it, how it, it, it became, not that it becomes easier, well, but her, her, her understanding of what's happening evolves and and she like you say she she becomes more the, the predator right for the greater good of her yep not only of well i guess specifically in the game it's it's basically i mean they really do crew. use it as a baptism yeah she's a different person by the end of the game she entirely is. oh yeah yep and you are too as the player yeah, as the player yeah yeah they do a great 100%. job like the even the controls of the yes. game refine as the game goes on to show yep. that like the bad guys the get con- harder to kill, but you have an easier time moving around yes. and aiming, and because you're learning as much yeah. as her. Yes. And it's not that you're getting better at the game; you are. Yes, but, but the, the game, game is also is intuitively yeah. Holy reacting shit. to it. Guys, this game is amazing. It really is, and I mean that's why I find so much of this egregious. Yeah, it's just it's it's insulting mm-hmm. if you took the time to play the game and then you go and see this movie. Yeah, it's just insulting. It's so problematic. I'm I'm out of rants. I have a few I, more. I have a big question. I'll, discuss, I'll but... scale some down. Okay. Um, Did I'm you say scale mind. because she's a mountain climber? Sure. Good pun. <laughs> um, the sheer number of plot holes from the curse to Laura's invincibility that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, crossing the missing floor room mm-hmm. so quickly. It's... It's just bad. There it's, were Hollywood tropes so inserted. There's so many. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, just play the game, mm-hmm. make some tweaks, mm-hmm. and film it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you trying to... It's, it's, they've given you the golden goose. Yeah. Don't murder it and eat it. I have Let some, it lay the eggs. I, am, I have some thoughts on this, but I, I want to get to that later as a part of a bigger discussion. Sure. But in this episode. In okay. In this episode. What's good? Do you have any more rants? I would like to yeah, rave a little one, bit about it. I have it. one last. There are things I have to one be last said. Rant. Mm-hmm. This is my biggest one. Okay. They eliminated all of the characters from the game, except for Lara. Except for Lara, and replaced them with Lou Ren, a character yeah. that we don't know. Yeah. Even in the context of the movie, we never know this guy. Yep. All we learn about him is that he drinks a lot. His dad's dead, and he can shoot a gun. His dad's dead because of Lara's death. Because of Lara's dead. But that's that's not enough to create the connection that they have. Yeah, you don't care about it. Um, Laura's motivation and purpose in the game is not that she's a treasure hunter. She's trying to protect her friends and her family. Um, in particular, like uh, Jonas, Grim, mm-hmm. Sam, mm-hmm. and uh, Conrad. Conrad? Roth? Roth. Conrad yeah. Roth. Her mentor... Her best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, just a cool guy. Her, yeah, just, just a cool guy who cooks. Who, cool guy who cooks. And like this. Oh, and there was the tech guy cap. too. I forgot about that tech guy. I forget yeah, what his he, name is. Spoilers, he died quick. Uh, it was pretty late into the game that he died. But he's like the first 
He ship. is the first yeah, of the crew to die. Yeah. Did Griff die first? No, Griff did not die first. He didn't die in the ship. He did die in the ship, but you had to go back to the ship to, to find him. To he was still alive. Yeah. He yeah. he dies quick in the story when he's introduced. Yeah, but he's been alive a long time. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Grim was such a ba- badass character. Yeah, that was a great game. It really was <laughs> a great story. Characters that I still care about. Yeah, two yeah. games in, and they've been dead for a whole game. They've been dead. Since 2012, and they and they were replaced by one they guy. They were replaced by one guy who did not even carry the weight of one of them. Nope, it's unfortunate. It's yeah, especially because a lot was relying on him. Yeah, you know, like a lot of emotional baggage was relying on him. Hinges on him. Yeah, and we have no connection to him whatsoever. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he particularly did a bad job. No, it's, it's just the, he was written was, very yeah. poorly. They're all written poorly. They are. They are. Even Lara is written poorly. Well, they they took a... I will say this. If you didn't play the game... You wouldn't be aware of it. She's written better than Angelina Jolie's. Oh, yes. Lara Croft is. Yes. I, we, we should say that to people. Yes. We are so passionate about this oh, yeah. because um, the game is so near and dear to uh, us. This would be a good point since I, I find this mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. How, how much do you think this movie costs to make? So bad at these things. Don't we know that by now? $50 million. That was a good guess. Uh, it cost $94 million. Okay. All, you know, close to $100 million. How much do you think it made? $50 million. <laughs> close. $56 million domestic. Wow. Probably not going to be getting a sequel. How much do you think the Angelina Jolie movie made? At the time it came out... And... Just domestic. The not fan worldwide. service that was in it. I, I'm... I'm willing to wager it it did well. It did better. $151 million. Wow. How much do you think it cost to make? $50 million. <laughs> $115 million. Okay. So it technically made money. Made money. Not, not, not a lot. Not a lot. And not, still not got a to sequel. give it a sequel, yeah. Yep. Um, sequel made 48 uh, we should also say in a time where it wasn't guaranteed sequels like now where it's just like hey we're launching a new universe yep yeah all right can we can we do a couple raves yeah let's get to raves anything good about this movie you'd like to say uh yes it's based on a great game it is based on a great game uh alicia vikander and walter goggins uh, so that is lara and and matthias vogel the the two main characters Mm -hmm. The perfect hero and perfect villain. Mm-hmm. Matthias Vogel is so human. He just wants to go home. Game Matthias is a fanatic. He's, he's so much more dangerous. Uh, he, um, he, has, he has nothing to lose. He's just a crazy fanatic in the game, in the movie. Yeah. He has everything to lose. He just wants to see his family. He doesn't give a shit about any of this. Mm-hmm. They hired him to do a job, an impossible job. I just want to go home. Yeah, an impossible I job wish, for him to do. Yeah. I wish Richard was still alive so we could solve this problem. I could get off this fucking island. Mm-hmm. He and is he is Liam Neeson's character. In he Jacob. really is. He's he really is. And but we don't see it from his point of view, so don't. he's the villain. That would have been a much more interesting movie, quite frankly. Holy shit! This chick is showing up trying to keep me from my daughters. Oh my! Yeah, shot in the head. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Man, we should do those movies at we some point. We should do those we movies should. at some point. Um, and Vikander is always believable, always captivating, and sells it. I, I, I basically never felt anything but sympathy for him. Yep. Um, because 
He didn't want world conquest. Nope. He didn't want riches. Nope. You don't even know how he got into the situation in the first nope. place. All you know we is, don't know he's a bad guy. Yeah, all we you know, know is he's, he's doing. here and he's doing anything he can to get back to his family. Yep. That's the tagline of like a diehard movie. Yes, you know? it is. That's like Bruce Willis. That it, is John McClane. And so then you feel, you feel bad. And I, and I still feel bad from when he, when he bought it. Yep. I was like, oh no. That was not, he did not deserve to go like that. No, he did not. That was. That was tough. And it really, and that's why it's bad storytelling because at, at that point, you're only happy because that means Lara can live. Right. That's, that's your only happiness. You don't think he deserves it. You, I, I personally thought of his children. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, great, Lara They're just made another Lara back, back in England or yeah. America. I don't remember, remember what he was. I think he was from America. Okay, Walter so Gog, like, all right, Walter great. Gog now Gog, she yeah. made an orphan that's never going to accept that her. Maybe father in the sequel she will fight the daughter of. Oh Matthias my god! Rommel. I hope there's no time jump and she's just beating up a ten year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> She takes up the uh, climbing pick. Oh, the climbing <laughs> pick. That was so underutilized. Climbing pick the did not get enough. it took in the movie. To was the, minor compared to the oh, game. You needed it for everything in the game. Literally, really everything in the movie was minored. Even the bow. Even the she bow. She had one fight with the bow. <sighs> that was... That whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So this is a rave section. It is. Yikes. Whoa, careful. This is... Guys, this is generally why we do rants second. <laughs> uh, okay. Can I do one? Yes, please. Um, oh, yeah. One of mine was the actress who played her, which was crazy that she did her own practical effects. So I'm going to say... The, she did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say the practical effects. The, the practical effects work in this was was great. This was not like an, a bloated, overdone, nope. like, Avengers movie where you don't know what's going on. It's one woman, like, tearing her way through a camp. Yep. It's one woman being swept down a river and clinging to life on an old ship or an old aircraft and then paired. That was a great scene. Yeah. Like, and it came from the game. Yes, it did. Too. So, game's I, great. Th- that is my second rave. The yeah, stunt the- work. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so light on CGI. Mm-hmm. It's simple. You, there's no backflips. There's no spinning on wires. Yep. Uh, Laura's not uh, double, you know, uh, double hand, two-handing uh, guns. I mean, it's iconic to the character. It's iconic she to the gets character, them at but the end of the game. even in the game, you do that for one you, kill. One kill and you go ah right well, I crowd with a double pistol. yes right it's so i and we've spoilers we've seen infinity war at this point we have time listeners we have seen for all we know long-time listeners have already heard our yes our standpoint on Stand, infinity war. yes um i much preferred the stunt work the action sequences in this movie to infinity war i stand by my word bloated i, yeah. I think this movie is not. It's like stripped it's, away. It it's like so, bare bones. And what I said. In a good way. This is how you. It's breathtaking. It's so simple. It's mm-hmm. breathtaking. And I haven't seen this done in so long. It felt new. Roar Untag was the right person for this job. Um, and who's that? He's the director. Okay. Uh, and I want to see more of his work. He, uh, even though I said earlier that you didn't need anything before the island, I mean, the bike chase. Was all practical. Yep. And even the the run through the marina even the, was, yes. was all practical. And it's just nice to see that again. Yep. It's it's nice to see a small scale 
that feels big. Yes. Like, it's important to, like, it feels big to you because you're invested in this character. Yes. It doesn't have to look big and look grand and explosions going off and, oh, make it before this boat comes or blah, oh, blah, yeah. blah. And, and someone asked me what I thought of it before we you know, were recording the episode, so I didn't want to say too much. Yeah. And what I said was, it looks beautiful. This movie was beautiful. It harkens the back. The island was. harkens back to some of those classic action films. Yeah. Uh, it really. Uh, story obviously very different but story, do you ever yeah. see Romancing the Stone? No. Great. Michael Douglas uh, I can't remember who the love interest is Un- similar tropical jungle environment mm-hmm. this is beautiful this is beautiful. Well, you just made a pop culture reference for me because I was just playing a game recently it might have been Warcraft with a quest in it quest was called named Romancing w- the Stone? Necromancing the Stone. Necromancing so the I'm Stone. like oh there you okay go. there you go that's, that's, a, that's a, but yeah it harkens back to that kind of yeah. action and that's still good. That's still good action. It's still good. It's better in a lot of ways. It than, is. It is. Than a big. Bloated. Pile. Yeah. Of stuff. Of stuff and things. Of poodoo. Banta poodoo. <laughs> um, I have two more. I'm out of raves. So just Raves. Go. And I could just, I could just mix these into the same. The tomb. And the tomb is important in a movie called. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. The tomb was great it was and i say that admitting that when i when i was first experiencing the tomb in the theater i hated it and it was going to be my rant because it made no sense to me it did not make any sense why it was so ornately decorated and why these traps worked the way they did it felt like lazy it felt like ugh. Right. They're just making a tomb and who's ever making it is not talking to who's ever making the practical trap effects. Right. And like it just felt so, so lazy. Then you fucking get my my biggest rave of the whole thing. The reveal that all along the interpretation of the story of Himiko was wrong. Right. That she was not uh, someone who was locked away and someone who was just erased from history. That she was a good and just and wise queen who did this for herself. And then everything snapped into place. And everything, I go, oh my God, okay. Now it makes sense why this tomb is so ornate. They were honoring her queen. Yeah. Now it makes sense why these traps work this way. They're not keeping people out. They're, keep, they're keeping people in. Well, presumably people right. who are infected right. with, right, with right. whatever. And all of a sudden, just by showing that misinterpretation, Everything snapped All into made place. Sense. And I love when something like that happens. When you have that aha moment. When you have something go, oh, I was really hating it. And now, you sneaky mm. devil. That was good. That was good. Good, good on you. Because that made so much sense. The, the only part of it that was like, okay, well, then why are there, why is there a way to open the tomb? Right. Uh, that was, that's one of my big questions. Yeah. That's my, that is my well, big question. Well, then that, that brings us to big questions. Great. All right. First big question. Yeah. Why not just collapse the mountain exactly. on her? Yeah. Why is there a way to open? If the whole point is to keep things in. Yeah. And you're locking away the person who carries the disease. Yes. And all of the infected people who are in that trench. Yeah. Because that, that, right. Am I interpreting that trench right where all the bodies are under the thing? Those I are all infected people. So. That it's, they, it's they hard to know. Killed it was and threw in. Full of bodies. Yeah. And, I interpret uh, that to be all of the bodies of people who are infected. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense that that's like people who have broken in and have wandered as a zombie right. to the, to that the crevasse. That sense. doesn't make any sense. No. So I think you're right. 
I feel really bad for like the thousand maidens, right? Who like ritualistically right. killed themselves. Right. It was right, a right, beautiful right. like area, and like yeah. it was visually like that's really neat, visually right. stunning. I feel really bad for some of them. Yeah. They all they all did that, but you know they were honoring their. They queen. were honoring their honoring um, their queen. But yeah, why then have locks that why that open? even have an ability to open it? Exactly because you can, even though these are feudal Japanese villagers or yeah. whoever. You you have the ability to open it to open it, and, and but you also you also have the ability to to build this so that it will never open. It will again. never open again. Yes. Um. So come on, feudal Japanese villagers, <laughs> we're calling you out on this one. What, what were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing? Because it makes sense, you know, like in Egypt, it makes sense to go into a tomb because the, the ancient rituals were to bring offerings and to bring yes, food to continue to return and exactly, is which not... is why when the door opened, I was like, "Fuck this! What? Why, why? were they going back in?" <laughs> Like, this doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, at, guys, and also, I reiterate, after the door, everything after the door, great. Except for that one trap. The door, also, that one trap where the floor fell out. Yeah. Um, and you can't reset it. Yeah. Why? The, really, why can you open it? And then also, once you open it, you can never reseal it. Mm-hmm. When the door opens, it just literally falls in mm-hmm. and you cannot close it again. Yeah. This is a bad idea. It makes no sense. Yeah, they're really... We're Do taking, you have an answer? We're taking them to task, these feudal yeah. Japanese villagers. Come on, guys. What the hell are you doing? Bad storytelling. Bad All storytelling, right. bad bad tomb design at the beginning. Do you have a big question? Also, thank God they had like a high-powered flashlight to f- figure out that color theory. Seriously? that would have been... That was... Tricky. And I still... Did you understand it completely? Like that room with the... I guess that's a big question. Did you understand that room? Like when she read the inscription... And then was like, oh, I need to put the right color in the Yes, thing. it was very, the color of life is green. Yeah, but then, but like she was like walking you through it and she was not helping me put the pieces together. I get that the color of life is green, but then she like made a case for why it's white and why it's this and why it's that. Well, and I was bad like, storytelling. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if the, the riddle says like you need the color of life, of life, yeah. the color of life is green. Thank goodness that uh, they had the light behind it to really see it. And even if you didn't, like, they fit together. They do. All you had to do was... But it is clever to know that you need two together. Because the trap does make you think that one of these will fit in. You know what I mean? So then to have the aha moment of, oh, no, it's two. But as soon as it was all the primary colors, I was like, oh, it's going to be a secondary color. It's going to be a secondary color, obviously. Art teacher there going like, I don't know what's coming. Right. They're going to make a, oh, maybe they'll make a tertiary color for all I know. <laughs> if they really want to keep the zombie lady in there. <sighs> um, I have a big question for you. Sure. How many big questions do you have? That's not my big question. Three. Four. Okay. I have I one. already gave one. I have one. Yep. And then I have one that's going to launch a discussion, I think. Okay. Here's my easy one, though. How the fuck did that guy <laughs> find Lara Croft after she was swept down the river? Collapsed over the waterfall in the ship and then parachuted presumably miles to the shore. He found her within <laughs> hours. And then it just so happened that she was right next to dad's cave. Right. Like <laughs> spider sense. Oh, was it Tom Holland? Yep. Was that guy played by Tom Holland? Yes. Oh, great. If he only had the iron spider suit, we actually, would not have he was, an end he of the was, movie. Uh, it was actually... Um, um, was it Tobey Maguire? It was actually Venom. Oh, it was Venom. Oh, yeah. was the... <gasps> So this is a is this a prequel to the new Venom movie coming yes. out? Yep. Oh, yep. oh, so Venom is, where they is in find that pit. The symbiote. Yeah. Okay, that that's what Himiko has on her. Yes. Could you imagine the balls on them? 
if like Himiko at the end springs up from the tomb, which also don't understand why she was on a spring both, and sat up. Both Sony movies. Okay, so I think it is. I think yeah. Tom Hardy gets Tom Hardy Venom gets Venom from, from the Queen Himiko. Himiko. Yep, we solved it. We did. We cracked the case. We're like, you are welcome, long time we listeners. Fucking Tomb Raiders. We okay, are. do you have a big question? Yes. Why did Vogel continually make the point to say he had no one to talk to when he was surrounded by mercenaries? Yeah, I thought that a lot. Uh, my follow-up question is, if he meant that, mm-hmm. do you have an answer to that? No, I think he was probably, they probably wanted to make a reference to that she's a woman. And he doesn't have any women on the island, but they're like, let's don't let's pull that back a little bit well, and let's just make it. Here's my follow-up. I don't have anyone to that. talk about. Talk to if him. he meant that, if we assume that he meant an equal that understood mm-hmm. what they were looking for, that was like his intellectual counterpart. Mm-hmm. Why then does he immediately make Lara just another slave? Yeah. No, it makes and continue him, to complain about the fact that he has no, sense. no one to talk to. I and I really I think. I think you want it to be that it's his intellectual equal. I really felt the way it was written that like he was lonely. Like it, it never to me read as anything other than like, I don't have anyone to talk to. Like I'm very alone on this Island. All I have are slaves. No, you also have a band of mercenaries that work for you and they all speak your language. Yeah. You can't talk to them. It could have just been changed to be like, I'm so done talking to these people. I'm glad to have a new person to talk to. But then also immediately makes her just another slave. Yep. That was wrong. He shouldn't have done it. Obviously, he shouldn't have done it because then his all, his, all his plans fell through. Right. Except if she hadn't have escaped, she wouldn't have found her father. True statement. She probably wouldn't have been able to open the tomb without her father. True statement. It's sloppy. It is. There's a lot of, even though that shitty, thank goodness it happened in this movie. Right. Like, or the movie. Really oh, it shipwrecked. Thank goodness that happened. Oh, we found father. Oh, thank goodness that happened. Like everything. Yeah, thank goodness that happened. Uh, Shay just rolled his eyes to the point where he <laughs> saw the back of his skull. <laughs> Makes for great audio. Do you have any more big questions? Because I, mine, I is, mine is my last. Why did Richard, uh, Richard, why did uh, Matthias Vogel think that Richard Croft was dead? Yeah. And one sentence could have fixed that. Uh, he fell off a cliff. There was a cave-in, explosion. Unless he physically like shot him in the head mm-hmm. or stabbed him through the heart, mm-hmm. why did he why did he think that Richard was dead? You could have solved this easily with just having Richard have a scar somewhere. Sure. Or, or like one piece of throwaway di- dialogue. Follow-up question. Do you have an answer to that? No, but I have a follow-up question. You have a follow-up. What's your follow-up question? Why didn't he send the guy that could track Lara in two hours to find Richard? He had seven years. Yeah, seven years to find him. Uh, uh, second follow-up question. Why didn't Richard use any of his badass survival skills to help free the slaves and stop Vogel? Why did he just hide in the cave? Because this is not a good answer, but this is the answer of the movie. You have to show that Lara is better than her father. You have to show that Lara is the one that deserves to, to, to live at the end of this movie and surpass her father. I'm not saying that's good. I'm saying that's a that's a weak storytelling device that they use to be like, this is a weak man who didn't even help other people. Even though he was helping will, a lot of people by not letting the zombies out. I will concede to that, but 
Third follow-up question, why didn't he then kill himself? I asked that earlier in the episode. That's plagiarism, and I'm taking you to court. Uh, no, he 100% should, and I don't say that lightly, right. okay? But, like, right, he 100- that's what you do in these circumstances. When you are the key to, to right. ultimate destruction, Especially you take yourself out of the so game. so pissed off that Laura didn't destroy his files. Yes, he should have destroyed you, his mental destroyed files. He should have destroyed his mental files. He should have destroyed himself. Yep. Okay. He 100% should have, and it would have made for a much better movie. I mean, like, if Laura finds... A cave yes. with her father's corpse yes. and like his ramblings on the wall, his note, or, or like just his how materials, much, or how much she how much meant to she, him. She meant to him, and that's her motivation to go back and like take the company sure. back. Better movie, better movie, better movie, better ending. That's what I'm saying. You didn't need all this father you stuff. Didn't. If you were gonna, and I also said, if you're gonna put the father stuff in, it was done poorly. Yeah, you didn't need their interplay between the two of them. Nope. Okay. Didn't the guy who played the father? Who do you know who that actor was? Yes, but no. Okay. That's, what, what do you that's think he was sad saying? for that actor. I know, right? That, that's your answer. I've seen him in things, but I can't um, place him. No, I just thought I recognized his name. his name or something. I remember that in the um, in the Angelina Jolie movies, Richard was Croft was played by Angelina John Jolie's Voight, her actual, actual father. Dad, yeah. yeah. That was fun. It was. I guess. I guess. That was like the most fun thing in that movie. Uh, it was very controversial because she's estranged from uh, John Voight and right. wasn't speaking to him at the time. I remember when I fired up the the latest Tomb Raider, which I watched in preparation mm-hmm. for this movie, and I use the word preparation like in quotes and with rolling my eyes because it's not really preparation, but like the first scene is her versus a robot, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh she's yeah. fighting a robot. I forgot yep. there's a robot in this movie on uh, on in, bungee in wires. No, that's later. Is but she later? does do that later. She yeah. fights the robot again. She fights right? the robot in an Egyptian oh, tomb, but you yeah. find out it's that just in, on the ground in her a, mansion yeah. she has a an Egyptian a tomb. Fake yeah. Egyptian tomb. It's just a. So yeah. I'm going to reiterate, we've kind of taken this movie to task, but it's, it it's is far so, better than the Angelina Jolie movie. It's far movies. better, than, yeah. Uh, Dominic West plays Richard Croft. Don West from Lost in Space? No, Dom West. Uh, Dom. Dominic. Oh. Dom West. Dom Toretto from Fast and the Furious? Sh- yes. That would have made a better movie. What else has he been in that we might know I him from? Myself, oh, he was in The Wire. I kept myself on this island. He was island. in The 300. It's all about family. What else was he in that we might have seen? Oh, I saw the 300. I haven't seen anything else you've listed. Uh, It's okay. He was in Punisher Warzone. It's not important. I don't know who he played in that. I saw it. It was pretty bad. It's not important. This is not the Punisher Warzone episode. It is not. Well, I have one final big question. May I ask you my big final question? Please. And this is like a meta question. Yep. Why can't Hollywood make a great video game movie? Because Hollywood executives can't help but meddle with... I think there's multiple answers to this. I think this is bigger than like a one answer okay. thing. But I want to discuss this. Yeah, Let, I, let's I discuss feel this. like Hollywood exe- executives can't help but meddle with stories. Mm-hmm. They have to put their, it, and it's, it's hubris and it's pride. Like mm-hmm. they have to put their spin on it. Mm-hmm. They have to put their touch on it. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough that they've gotten the rights to it and they can, they can tell the story in a new medium that's, that is going to be accessible to more people. Mm-hmm. They have to, change it somehow and flavor it. You hit on two things that I think are, are key there. You, you hit on that it's not good enough. I think I think there's this stigma. Yeah, video games are video a, a games lesser are art inferior. form. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if your last run-in was a video game was when you were 
using a fake ID to get into a bar in 1978 sure. and playing Pac-Man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get why you would think that doesn't make a good movie unless you're Adam Sandler and then you want to make Pixels. Right. But <laughs> I feel like there is this stigma that would be fixed so easily by just playing one of these fucking games. It's not <laughs> right. even it's not even it's a not huge hard. time commitment. It's not like, hard. Play through a game like this and and go on that emotional journey. This yeah. isn't just here you are, you're in a jungle, you have a gun, get off the get off the island. Right. No, there's a story. There's there are a team of writers behind this who yes. have written this story for you. And there are a team of actors who are on a giant set yeah. physically acting this stuff out in motion capture suits. If you um if you play this game, I played a physical copy. Some longtime listeners might not even know what a physical copy That's is anymore. That's true. But on the physical copy, there is a behind-the-scenes featurette yes. that I watched. Yep. Fantastic. Takes you through the process of writing this game, meeting the new Laura, and acting it out, acting it out, going on the, the mocap. It's, it's it's really eye-opening yep. into what it takes to make one of these games. Yep. And I think right now there's like no trust in like let's let this team who made something amazing have a little bit of say in this final product this right. this reinterpretation into a different media yep. it's it's this hubris of saying no we're movie production yes we're not video game production right we're way beyond that guess what guys that gap has closed um in in a lot of respects it's surpassed it's it. surpassed it. i mean video game writers are tasked with the additional mountainous feat of making you the player feel like you have some control influencing these motion capture films yes. with dialogue scenes that you have somehow influenced these events to happen right and the real magic here of course is that no you haven't just like in a movie right. it's it's filmed you know how it's going to end right. it's already been filmed the the game is always going to end this way yes but the real journey the real deception is that you you sitting you at home the, the player. with your controller you have the ability to change these outcomes yes that's the big illusion right here so I think one of the ways to make a better video game movie is you have to give some of the creative power back to the game studio. Back to these people. who You have to, and you have to acknowledge that they're good at what they do. Right. And they're just as good as you. Not you, Shades. You, the movie production. Right. You know what I mean? And um, you also talked about the audience. Like yes. bringing this to a new audience. I think that's problematic too. Right. Because I think a movie studio is trying to cast way too big of a net. Yep. And they're saying, if you're using this movie as an example, okay, well, we need this to make X amount of money. Right. We need to hit X, Y, and Z demographics. And it needs to hold up in this market. And it has to hold up in overseas. And it has to start a sequel chain. Right. Like, it has to spawn the universe. all of these expectations. There has to be a prequel where we go on Richard's journey with him. Right. We find young Richard Croft. And when you have... his love interest. When you have big productions like this that aren't willing to kind of zero in on, on a target audience. Right. This is what you get. Yes. Let's, let's add all of these elements and add them poorly instead of let's focus in on just making a really good version of this less people are going to go to see it but it's going to be a better movie a better movie an amazing movie i think until you're willing to make that leap until you're making that little leap of faith that 
we can still make a good movie and it'll be highly regarded. It just might not make as much money. I think you'll make a better video game movie. I had the opportunity to meet Nolan North a couple years ago. Jason's name dropping right now. Nor- Nolan North, the um, the actor who plays Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie, uh, video games. Uh, now, some years ago, you may remember, you may may not. They were talking about an Uncharted movie. They were going to have David o-, o. Russell write and direct it. David O. Russell had just made uh, the, the boxing movie with Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And decided they were going to cast Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake. Ooh, Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. Oh, uh, no. And they they dramatically changed the setup of Uncharted, and and Nathan was going to be part. They got rid of Sully. They were going to have Nathan's dad and Nathan's grandfather, and they were going to be like an adventuring family, um, going on adventures. It was going to be like a generational like adventure film, mm-hmm. kind of like in the vein of Last Crusade. Okay. And fans were like, fuck no. Yeah. And like the outcry of like Mark Wahlberg, horrible casting decision, not Nathan Drake. He's mm-hmm. like, and this is what this is what Nolan said. Mark Wahlberg's a great actor. He's a funny guy, but he's he's Boston funny. Mm-hmm. He's not Nathan Drake funny. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan Drake is like folksy, charming funny. Yes. Mark Wahlberg's Boston funny. It's a very different kind of funny, and he's Nathan Drake. I know Nathan Nathan Drake is a fictional character. Yes, but Nathan Drake would make a great young Han Solo in the upcoming Solo. Yes, yes. If only we could get a fictional character to play another fictional character. And so we're like, why? Why don't they? Why won't you? Why don't you do it? Yeah, Nolan. Why don't you play Nathan? And he's like, guys, I've made four. I've made four movies. Yes, I've made four of these. Mm -hmm. They are movies. We, we need to stop talking about them like video games. They are interactive, to a degree, movies. Well, I think you and I, and I think probably a lot of our listeners, yeah. understand this. I, I think that the, the word video game, right. the concept of a video game, is, is so, it's so weak. It's so perverted to right. so much of the population. They don't know what it is actually is it what is a video Im- game it actually is. It is an immersive, is. interactive storytelling device. And believe me, there are great games and there are horrible games. There are crap-tastic games. You will always find a game that will fit neatly into the mm-hmm. idea that people have about what a video game is. Yes. Yes, you will always find an example for that. But it's like people aren't willing to dive a little deeper. Duke looking Nukem for the Legacy. And it's not even that hard. Go online. See what gamers are talking about. Yeah. You'll find a good game. Basically any of the modern warfare games. And in, invest in in playing it. Yeah. Before you pass judgment on yep. what a video game is. What's it good for? Weak storytelling. Fan service characters. No. No. Did you ever feel in the Lara Croft game no. that she was fan service? Never. Never. Never once. She was never once sexualized. Nope. She is... Gorgeous. I mean, she's beautiful. The the rendering is great, and she's yep. she's an attractive young woman. But it was never nope. like, look, um, we we had jiggling effects for you guys. No. You know what I mean? Oh, like man. she is just like I would see Lara, and I would be like, I would be afraid to meet her. That's but, what I was just gonna say. Honored, you know? Like, be, oh my god, I I I love your work. I am, please don't kick my right. ass. You I know am what I mean? so sorry. These things happen yes. to you, and at the same time, please don't. Kill me. And and for the most part, the movie did a good job of 
No, no, not not that part that you're saying. But like they didn't go gratuitous fan service like they did in the oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie yep. movies. Agree. So agree. At least, thank God. At least they didn't go that direction. Uh, here's they all uh, you've you've talked about the Angelina films at length. Um, this is all I will say at of length? the Angelina. Okay. Well, I, I more than we yes. more than we wanted to. Um, the first Angelina movie, they made her wear breast padding. It's it's. It's comical. It is. It's not even attractive. It's no. It is. You, you like. I've seen Angelina Jolie in other movies. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this movie, I'm like, oh, um, this is awkward. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. What happened? Like what act of mad perverse science? Yeah. Has been perpetrated here. It also makes it so unrealistic. Yeah. And, and, and I don't even mean like unrealistic, unrealistic to like a woman's body. I mean like it's yes. Oh, we're in fantasy world now, aren't yes. we? Like we're just <laughs> dialing everything up to eleven. Robots and boobs right. and supernatural element. Like right. Whereas in this movie, with the exception of zombies coming back to life, yeah, we didn't really talk about them. One hundred percent plausible. Yeah. From start to finish. Minus the zombies. Well, it, you Minus pos- the zombies. You posit, we posit a world in which the supernatural is real. Yes. Yes. And and these zombies, guys, these aren't like um, walking dead hordes of zombies. Potentially yeah. they were. We don't know. Yeah, we don't much. really. All we know is that the disease kills you and possibly something reanimates you. Maybe it doesn't kill you. Maybe it, it like just kills your higher brain function and rots your... No, she killed a guy. And then oh, he that's came right. back. Yeah. Yeah. She yep. she filled him full of bullets. And then that he, is came, correct. Yeah, he came back. Okay. Um, so after touching the good point. The, the queen. I didn't want him to die. He didn't deserve to die. He didn't. But the way he died, the way he died. was pretty great. She put the finger. She gave him the finger. Oh, she gave him the finger. Put it in his mouth, clamped his mouth shut on it, and threw him in the pit. I have one last big question. He didn't deserve that. We're still in big questions. And now we're ranting again. He didn't. I have one last big question. I was raving ranting. Um, This is my note. How the literal fuck Mm -hmm. did that ladder bridge stay in place as they were exiting the tomb? And it looked great. Movie. But there's no reason. Just the the dynamics and laws of physics should not have allowed that to be possible. That would have been a great opportunity for the ladder to have fallen. Yes. For her to take a running leap, jump off the edge, and slam that climbing pick into the wall and just do a good Lara Craft. Yes. And then pull herself up. Right. Great opportunity yeah. for that. Right. But rather, instead, rather than the ladder magically held ladder as magically. everything collapsed around them. Yes. That tomb collapsed very quickly. Shoddy for a For a localized yeah. uh, blast. Blast. Of, of not, it went up fast. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have a detailed schematic of the tomb, but I don't know that. Like Tom Hardy's going to be pressed of, to get back to Himiko. Yeah, I don't know that that amount of explosives would have caused that amount of damage. Yeah, I'm skeptical. You're skeptical, shades. You're shadesical. <laughs> Monocle. That sounds like a frozen uh, dessert treat that we should sell. Shadesical. Yeah, shadesicals and sketchberries. Oh boy. Uh, do you have? Do you have a pitch? For this I don't film? have a pitch for this movie. I, I think uh, the pitch for this movie would have been just just do the game. Yeah, I think the pitch just for this do the movie story of the game is just Hollywood. Have some trust in this yeah. other industry, yeah. the, the, like this enormous industry, and 
we are praising Tomb Raider here, but there are a slew of fantastic yeah. games out there that follow are in this right for follow movies. In the suit. Yeah. And and we as as the audience were hesitant yes. to even say that because yeah. we know what you do to it. Right. Not you, Shades, but Hollywood. We we know what you're gonna like. I used to growing up because Ocarina of Time was so big to me. Right. I used to want a Zelda movie so bad. And now I'm like, never don't, touch Zelda. Don't never Please ever don't touch, touch Zelda. Don't do it. Uh yeah. So Hollywood, I, I, you're you're listening. Obviously, Hollywood, right. you're listening to this podcast right. because we have got a handful of cease and desist letters yes. from Hollywood executives. Just, and just uh, stop. Just stop making video game movies. Or or hand just them trust, off to somebody else. Trust, trust the source trust material. You will make your money back. You will. You will. People aren't seeing these because of what you're doing to them, not because of, oh, they're video game movies. They're not right. profitable. No. Right. They're what you're doing to them. And I mean, case in point, this movie, I had a hard time seeing this movie because I couldn't find a theater within 50 miles of me that mm-hmm. was playing it mm-hmm. less than a month into its premiere. No, you were a little after a month. No, I wasn't. When you talked to me, you were a little after a month. I, I already wasn't able to see it for like oh. a week and I couldn't find a, a theater or a showtime. Okay. I, I had, found one up in Massachusetts, but I that's had to, rural Massachusetts. I had to drive more than 50 miles away from my home wow. to see a screening of this movie. What a trooper for this, for you guys, for our yeah. longtime listeners. And, and I, Hollywood, was it worth it for him? No. Thanks, Hollywood. Thanks, Hollywood. Shades is going to uh, write you a bill for his gas mileage. <laughs> All right. That brings us to Shades and Sketch Recommendations. Why don't you go first on your recommendations? I am going to recommend Tomb Raider 2013 game and its sequel, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I I think they're fantastic. I will, uh, I'll take you up on that because I'm going to play the second one. I think I enjoyed the second game even more than the first. I think the story of the second game is actually better than the story of the first game. And the story of the first game. So good. Fucking great. So good. Yeah. And um, that's another way that video games, I feel, and I differ remember from movies. The tombs were much better in the second game. Yeah, so maybe I'll give that one 100. Yeah. Um, but that's another way that they differ because a lot of times you can have a game come out that surpasses its original. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is a lot more rare in movies. Arkham City yeah. was far superior than uh, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uncharted 2 was yeah. leaps and bounds ahead of Uncharted Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. A lot better than Assassin's Creed. I haven't yeah, played video, Assassin's Creed in a long time. Though. Video games, the next installment in the franchise tends to, on the whole, be much better than the I think the video original. game industry they evolve. learns. They learn. Yep. They And they take feedback. Yep. And game, Directly from the players. Yeah, not and from these like game crit. studios are, are very small. Mm-hmm. They're not these giant corporations that... And certainly they hire dozens of animators mm-hmm. because it takes and programmers it's a but labor the, of love in a lot the of these studios games. that produce these games are so small maybe like a handful of people mm-hmm. at the most and the people who make these games nine times out of ten super invested in the super end invest spend uh, you know more of a passion years a of job. their of their lives mm-hmm. you know a movie today is maybe from from concept to theater maybe two years yeah. but a video game like the first installment in a game it might be it might be a decade yeah. and huge gamble huge gamble huge gamble yeah because you don't know what else is coming out you don't know what platforms are are, are going to yeah. change 
and you you you're really taking a stab in the dark. So it's a big gamble. Absolutely. And so when you get one that's amazing. Oh, that like was a, I Raider, mean that was a great lesson for um for uh, Twilight Princess mm-hmm. of of building a game and taking the time to do it, and then you know Nintendo switches. Uh, no, it was the the Wii. Oh, I don't mean the Nintendo Switch. I understand why that oh, was confusing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo switches to another switches to a new yes, console, yes. and all the time you've spent, I didn't even working out that. the dynamics of the game, and like, yeah, we're gonna put it on both. Yeah, it was like designing it specifically for one platform, and then surprise, here's make it work on this platform. Yeah, I remember that, like that was the biggest controversy was like Link has always been left-handed. Yeah, and they switched it. They switched because they oh, I when said they switched again. Oh, okay. when they ported it to the Wii U. They mirrored it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it a little insulting that Hollywood is willing to make a movie based on emojis, but they're really hesitant about <laughs> video games? <laughs> How? <sighs> well, my recommendation. What's your recommendation? Uh, the emoji movie <laughs> is uh, the emoji movie. No, guys, I didn't see it actually, so I can't. Tell I also you didn't see to it. To avoid it or not, uh, I'm going to recommend. Avoid it like the plague. It was on Netflix within like two months of being out. It was still in the, it was still in the theater was still when in Netflix. It came up. to Netflix. It came to Netflix at the same time as the discount theater. It wasn't even on Netflix. It was on YouTube, non-red. Oh, it was just in its entirety. What's um, your rec sketch? My recommendation is a YouTube channel that I really like called Primitive Technology. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. One of the aspects of Tomb Raider that I really liked was how Lara like adapted to an environment yeah. and stuff like that. So this, uh, and I like that kind of stuff. I, I like to watch like survival shows on, on TV and stuff. Survivor Man. Uh, yeah, Survivor Man's really good. Alone is it's really back. good. Survivor Man's is it? back, yeah. Great. Seventh season. Um, so uh, in Primitive Technology, the premise here is that there's a, there's a guy, it's his YouTube channel, and he is just kind of out in the woods. He's kind of out in, the, in, a, in a jungle setting. Uh, he never speaks. All this is is just kind of a, a documentary of him starting from the ground up, and he is only willing to use tools and techniques that primitive man used oh that can be uh, dangerous and so yeah and so as uh more videos come out he's able to get a little bit more uh you know he's, he's able to get a little more advanced because now he has tools he's he's been making things and uh you know good it's, for him it's simple things like huts and axes but he also i love the ones where he he made a kiln and he he mixed together uh, clay from from the mud bank, and he made vessels to help him transport water back and forth to his to his hut. I have seen mm-hmm. that in um, what do you, not stop motion um, time lapse. Oh yeah, I've seen that episode. Yeah, it's really he, first he builds the the fire, then he builds the kiln, yep. then he like he builds the trench to funnel really, it. Really, I did not neat. realize that was a YouTube channel, and it's it has. Like I said, he doesn't talk. He's not really teaching you anything. He's just no. showing you what he's doing. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Oh, I want to watch and it's more just like, of that. It's like man versus nature, but working with nature. Yeah. And, and are really all cool. the videos in time lapse? Um, yeah, yeah. For the most part. I yep. mean, it's not like super fast time lapse. It'll no. be like a minute here of him yep. working on this and then a minute here of him right. working on that. And then, uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. There's a lot of like copycats out there, but primitive technology is the, is the first, first, and he's, I think, by far the best. Oh, that'll be a great thing for me to watch while I'm porting audio out of. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's yeah. very, very interesting. Primitive technology. All right, YouTube. Thank you, Sketch. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, thanks for potting with me today, me Sketch. Too. I'm going to, uh, if you don't mind, before we leave this tomb. Sure. I'm going to take this climbing pick. I think it's gonna. It's a good one. I think it's gonna come in handy. Yeah. Are you gonna uh, take it? 
I don't know. I'm kind of afraid of carrying this disease out of here. Uh, do you want this skull? This skull with a crown on it? Uh, I think it was Himiko. It might have been. Should we take it with us? Uh, maybe. Should I be holding it? Probably not. Oh, boy. Should we? I should see a doctor. Probably see a doctor. I don't know if you should have touched that. Oops. Maybe we can... It's uh, a good thing that the Goko has a disinfection bay. Thank goodness. Yeah. I, I just strip down and you you spray me with a hose. Spray with a hose and, and scrub. Yep. Yeah, we do that every episode, even if I haven't touched anything contagious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tradition, guys. Traditions and rituals are important. Hey, if you are a fan of the show, you could really help us out by heading over to the iTunes store and leaving us a rating and review. I know I say this every episode, but it really does boost the profile of the show, help get us noticed. And we thank all of you who have done that in the past. Where else can they find a sketch? You can also find us on Facebook at uh, Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. With Shades and Sketch. You can find us on the Twitters at uh, Shades and Sketch. And you can also find us, uh, well, you can just email us. Yes. At go, at go with Shades and Sketch at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, very soon we will be uh, sharing the winner of our Black Panther giveaway <laughs> our Avengers Infinity our War. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Appreciation Award. Awarding a DC so, uh, Justice we're, League. So we're going to keep the up. contest open just a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Keep sending in those memes. Uh, oh, now I'm afraid that there's going to be like a picture of me getting scrubbed down by you. That would be fantastic. Remember, we're looking for a, an, an image, image from a property, a property that we've, we've touched upon. With, overlaid with a thing we've said about that property. And uh, we, I, I recently uh, saw a very... Wonderful. I can't wait to share it. It's Ross or nothing. Oh, I want to see that so one. I did it. It's a good one. I haven't seen it yet. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next time.